0: It's Wednesday, which means it's time for another episode of Legally Unfiltered. This is Franz Borkar along with Richard Sprinkle, talking about stories in the media, stories that affect your life with a legal twist. The Legally Unfiltered show airs on Talk 107.3. For more information about the show, you can go to www.legallyunfiltered.com. Richard, how's it going?
1: Uh, it's going great. Franz, I, uh, you know, I I could, I could use a haircut like everyone, but, um, dude, the sprinkle hair is glorious. I'm telling you, I'm I'm going full Fabio
0: here. I feel bad for people that are listening on this, listening to this on the radio who cannot fully appreciate how glorious your hair looks.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I've I've got kind of this homeless guy look going on. I'm, I'm not sure. Um, Need a haircut, man. <laughs> <They> <laughs> so, need a haircut. So a couple of things, a couple
0: of things before we start. As always, if you want to win a chance for a legally unfiltered coffee mug, email legallyunfiltered at gmail.com. A story topic or a topic for us to discuss. If we use it, you'll get two free coffee mugs. Two free coffee mugs. Free. Free for the price of free. So... This week, Richard, this week we are talking COVID-19 legislative safe harbors in Louisiana, aka tort reform. Okay. All right. And this is a different kind of tort reform than we're used to dealing with, right? Um, this falls more towards this falls more towards um the issue of what safe harbors harbors are the Louisiana legislature going to create with regard to liability for COVID-19? Um, this could deal with restaurants. It could deal with employers and business owners. Um, I don't know whether or not it's going to deal with workers' compensation, although we can talk about that. So yeah, we thought we'd talk about this today. Um, The Louisiana legislature is in session as of the recording of this show today. Um, They are meeting at the legislature. They are doing all sorts of fun stuff. That's what the legislature does, right? Fun stuff. And some of the stuff they're doing, some of the essential things they're doing, is tort reform with regard to COVID-19. So, Richard, you're looking at the legislation right
1: now. Let's Let's just do a pleasure tour of what's going on there. Well, I can tell you the two big things out there right now, that 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 will generate the most um, the most concern over COVID nineteen issues are House Bill eight twenty six and House Bill eight fifty six. Now here is okay. the difference: eight twenty six has to do with employers and employee relationships and whether or not an employer is going to be held civilly liable if somebody dies on the job due to COVID nineteen. Um, and House Bill eight fifty six has a lot to do with food like uh if you got a meal at a local food bank and that meal made you sick uh you can't sue the food bank for making you sick kind of deal uh also there's some stuff in there to protect uh health workers and things like that so ostensibly some of these measures seem to have their heart in the right place whereas others necessarily don't um the one, uh, a 26 that discusses uh, relationships with employers and employees are adding uh, language in like gross negligence. So if, say, an employer brings their employees back, uh, says you got to get back to work, we're, we're, we're opening the plant back up, and they don't take proper measures to protect those employees, um, well, the negligence on the employer's part is going to have to rise to the level of gross negligence, not just negligence before they can be held liable. So take a
0: minute to look at the legislation and see if it talks about workers compensation. That is the question I have been getting asked. I am not seeing workers comp in there
1: yet, but it's coming.
0: So for those who don't know, for the uninitiated, workers compensation is a law in Louisiana and Richard, I'm going to oversimplify. I don't know if they're hearing you, Franz. I'm not hearing you on my end. So I, so I'm going to oversimplify this. Workers' compensation in Louisiana is a law that says that if you're injured on the job during the course and scope of your employment, your employer gets tort liability shielding but has to take care of you, right, has to take care of you and and, and basically compensate you
1: for your medicals, compensate you for other incidentals, right? Right. Unless unless that employer does something intentionally to hurt you.
0: Right. Then. then, Yeah. yeah. We're not talking about taking a baseball bat and hitting your employee. We're talking about. Or the favorite case
1: from Louisiana. We're not talking about a bunch of guys at a car dealership running around chasing each other with a capacitor, shocking each other. You know, LV bets. (laughs) (laughs) Boys will be boys. (laughs) Boys Um, will be boys. (laughs) So we're not talking about that
0: scenario. What we're talking about is in particular, what we're talking about is you're, you're, you're asked to come back to work. You're forced to come back to work, whatever word you want to use. You come back to work, you come back to work and what happens? You get sick, right? Right. And when you get sick, the question becomes, who's going to be responsible for taking care of you? you know who's going to be responsible for taking care of your well-being your sickness all that su- that stuff so and that's the reason why the way i why i asked is there language in there that deals with workers compensation right right so and- so the big problem is is causation right where did you get the sickness from exactly. can you prove that you got the sickness can you prove that you got the sickness during the course and scope? You got sick because of what's going on, right? That's the big the big issue, right? That's the big legal question. And I don't know, candidly, I've said this a few times today, I just don't know how you prove that you got sick on the job. It's difficult. Like it's easy.
1: It's very difficult.
0: If it's a meat, right. If it's a meat packing plant and everybody is sick, well, then you have a good argument that man i got sick because everybody's sick and i've been around everybody but
1: remember now it's a civil so burden going- of proof it's not a criminal burden of proof so you just right. have to pre- prove to a preponderance of the evidence if you're at a meat packing plant and everybody there's sick but there's nobody sick in your household and you can show that all you ever do is go from home to work home to work home to work that's all you're doing it's more likely than nothing you may have picked it up at the meat packing plant right i'm not I'm not saying it's easy. I'm just saying this is going to be an issue. It right? will be an issue. Now, there's something in H, uh, HB 826 that sh- should raise a lot of eyebrows for any of our friends that practice medical malpractice cases. Uh, paragraph C states that during the COVID-19 public health emergency as declared by Proclamation JBE 2020-25, any health care providers shall not be civilly liable for causing the death of or injury to any person or damage to any property except in the event of gross negligence or willful misconduct. So that changes the medical malpractice standard for COVID-19 or in general? It says during the COVID-19 public health emergency, yada, 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 shall not be civilly liable for causing death of or injury to. It doesn't say specifically infecting you with COVID-19 or killing you with COVID-19. It says causing death of or injury to. Well, but couldn't that be over mid-May? Uh, Well, it depends on whenever they lift the proclamation in JBE 2020-25 that says we're in a state of public health emergency. And by they, I mean, Governor John Bell Edwards. Right. Or the legislature. Can the legislature lift his executive order? Well, let's talk about that. Good question. I don't know.
0: So they have a resolution going on right now. It's a resolution, not an act of law. That it shall not, if it passes, the resolution stands for the proposition that the legislature is resolving that he shall not pass it past the current date. It's not gonna, it's not gonna take us out of an emergency state. It's going to simply be that he will not be able to extend it, which which causes huge issues, right? So what if there's a second or third wave? What if the legislature lets this thing expire, and so we're not in a state of an emergency, and everything returns back to normal. And then, by the way, there's med- there's medical malpractice. Mm-hmm. So is look at the look at the legislation. Is it that the medical malpractice occurs during the state of an emergency, and that is the operating language, or is it something else?
1: <clears throat> it specifically says. This is just that one paragraph. Um, Any healthcare providers shall not be civilly liable for causing death of or injury to any person or damage to any property, except in the event of gross negligence or willful misconduct. And that's during the COVID-19 public health emergency.
0: So we got to figure out who makes the determination of the COVID-19 health emergency. Is that a term of art Is that a legal term? Uh, Does the federal government make that that determination? Well, it
1: specifically says as declared by Proclamation JBE 2020-25. So So, I would think our first bet is to go read that proclamation and see if there's an end trigger within that. document. right, Right. So so this is the other point, guys and gals listening out there.
0: Normally, medical malpractice is governed by the Louisiana Medical Malpractice Act. If you've got a medical malpractice issue, you have to file it before a panel. Okay. And the panel evaluates whether there was a, a deviation in standard of care. Right. Um, It's a negligence. I don't want to oversimplify it, but it's
1: a negligent standard, right? Did the doctor not not live up to the standard of care for a physician in that community? So not gross negligence. No. Negligence. It's not the standard of care. Right. <sighs> Gross Not negligence nothing. is all but intentional. Basically, it's it's you knew or should have substantially known your activity was going to cause the harm that befell the victim. Okay. That's, in a nutshell, gross negligence. That's probably not the bar answer, but it's in a nutshell.
0: Right. So that's an interesting piece of legislation that may become useless in about a week or two.
1: There's a lot in there, man. Uh, I just, that's, if if anybody's wondering why I keep looking that way, it's because I've got the bill on another monitor over here. And there's a a lot in there that's, man. um, Any, oh, this one's great. This one is scary. This one is scary. This will limit employers from hang on let me read this it sounds like it's going to limit employers from really any act their employees do so it's it's kind of messing with responding at superior in a big way paragraph e during the COVID 19 public health emergency as declared by proclamation JBE 2020-25 any person who performs an action outside their usual scope of business ah here we go in an effort to aid an emergency response shall not be civilly liable so this is kind of a good samaritan act in a way, they're saying like, okay, that- I, work, I work the docs at, I don't know, the, the the Amazon Prime facility, but, you know, outside of my normal activities, I'm delivering masks to the local hospital and I accidentally back my car into somebody else. I, I don't know. There's there's a lot of openness to all of this legislation. It's going to, the language is going to have to be parsed out before it becomes law. That's for sure.
0: Or so else this we're going to my- be
1: interpreting forever. This is my question. Does that provision also have the
0: shelf life period of a state of emergency?
1: Yeah. During the COVID-19 public health emergency as declared by proclamation, blah, 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 blah. So, so yeah, that legislation may be useless in a week or two. Well, this entire act may be useless because every paragraph opens well, during the covid Well, it's not. Let me, clari- let me clarify.
0: Let me clarify. It won't be useless in the sense that torts arising during the time period of the emergency, which generally have a shelf life of about one year, those torts this will apply to. Right. Right. It's a special piece of legislation that retroactively, ooh, that's a good question. Can the legislature retroactively affect a
1: civil suit right? Can they give immunity retroactively? I don't I don't believe they can by the way these are written, because the way these are written, it says during the emergency, anyone who does blank will not be held civilly liable. So, so let's it,
0: say your cause of action arises, which would be a valid cause of action prior to the enactment of this legislation, assuming it, mm-hmm. it enacts. Right. Let's say your cause of action. Arises the day before this legislation is a, is passed, and then the legislation is passed, and whenever its its enabling date is, or in, in 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 date that it goes into effect, it destroys your right of action. Is it is it is can the legislature divest you of a civil right through creating a a safe harbor that is retroactively applied? And I don't know,
1: candidly, folks. Candidly, folks, I don't know the answer to that. Candidly, I don't either. Um, they it, it would seem, see, a, a, a civil claim has a substantial value. So now you get into an argument that the government is literally uh, uh, taking something away from you because that's that's all is civil it a, about is money. Is, <clears throat> is
0: it a vested property interest and right?
1: Uh, I lost you. Is it a vested due process right? Is it a vested due process right? That's a that's a valid question. I I don't know the answer to that.
0: So some of the things, and look, and guys, we're we're musing about this because there's gonna be constitutional challenges, right? There's gonna be lawsuits against the state, there's gonna be lawsuits against the governor, somebody's gonna sue the governor for what the governor did. Somebody's gonna sue the federal government, somebody's gonna sue everybody, right?
1: Is that a fair? I mean, am I wrong in assuming that, Richard? You, you cut out so much I have no idea. <laughs> all right. Let me Sorry. let me try let me try this again, Richard. I believe that
0: there's going to be multitudes of civil lawsuits.
1: Oh, as absolutely. A of,
0: as a result of all this. They're going to sue the <clears> state. <throat> They're going to sue the federal government. Anybody and everybody that can be sued will be sued. Okay included in that is going to be a constitutional challenge as to what is going on with the legislature right now.
1: Right. Right. There will be a, a, a vast ocean of, of litigation stemming from COVID-19 issues. Uh, for one thing, there's been a lot of uh, a lot of civil lawyers sitting around pent up with nothing better to do as all the courts are closed. So once this gets finished, everybody's going to get back to work. Lawyers are going to get back to work. There's going to be a lot of suits. Interesting questions.
0: All right. Well, let's change gears a little bit. We've got about, Richard, we've got about,
1: I don't know, we got about six, seven minutes left. Well, good. Then don't forget that what your legislature is also up to is trying to sneak in other tort reform while they're at it as being essential legislation right now. Now Tell and I have an more, on Richard. That if you can't guess. <laughs> Tell us more, Richard. Oh boy, oh boy! I'm glad you asked, Franz. Um, while they're at it, the legislature also wants to here in Louisiana lower the threshold for jury trials. They're trying to extend prescriptive dates. They're trying to also remove certain things that affect people in auto accidents. Um, and 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 let's talk about those for a minute. Why would it? Why would it matter that? Franz, why would it matter that they want to lower the jury threshold?
0: Well, by lowering the th- jury threshold, the belief is is that the judges are are tainted towards plaintiffs. They're bought and sold by plaintiffs' attorneys. That's the belief. And right. then by lowering the jury threshold, you're taking things that previously would have been decided by judges and allowing the jury, juries, to decide instead. The people, right. the people, the
1: people. So, Exactly, exactly. The people. So formerly the jury uh, jury plateau was 50000 They want to lower it to a $5,000 limit, which means many, many more juries will have to be set in order to pursue this litigation. Um, so that in and of itself is problematic. There's going to be far less of a chance of someone who's been in an accident actually getting to a trial because there's just hardly any jury trials compared to the number of actual suits filed, it's less than 1% of them actually go and and get seen in front of a jury. Now, the other issue, extending prescription, <clears throat> this one sounds like a great idea on, on the surface. Uh, instead of the one-year prescriptive period for an auto accident or, or any other tort claim, they want to extend it to a two-year period. And you know, that that first seems like, what's well, a great idea. Let's give the parties more time to settle their claim before we drag this out in front of court. But do you see the negative effect this is going to have on the plaintiff's fronts? So on the one hand, it's good
0: because we have more time to settle stuff. On the other hand, things are going to drag out longer. The, well, the, the, the idea, see, what I like is the idea of finality. I like the idea right. that one year passes and I can move on with my life. Yes, right. um, and 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 I know you're looking for me to say something that I'm obviously not saying.
1: So please well, tell me. I, I mean, I can say it on both sides too. The 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 good part of having two years is it's more time for the parties to come to a settlement. The bad part is if there's two years before the force of a jury trial encourages the parties to settle. Well, then that's more time a plaintiff may not be getting the money they need for, for, you know, auto repairs or, or, or healthcare issues or, or what have you. Um, also that's honestly, it's more time the plaintiff can be building a stronger case against the defense. So So I I just see this as a bad, I I see it as bad either way. I really do. So I'm saying this now that low jury threshold
0: is going to be something years from now we're talking about being the need for tort reform. Juries are unpredictable creatures and herds of animals that they will do stuff that are, they're <laughs> going to give big giant awards. And then all of a sudden it's the jury's fault. and we need to tort reform the juries and candidly let's let us not forget the solution that they're proposing. Judges are elected. Judges are elected. We don't trust them. So we're doing all this crazy jury threshold things. I think, I think they're gonna, it's gonna come back to bite them in the butt. Now we got about a minute left, Richard. Um, anything else we
1: need to close with before we say goodbye to everybody? Um let's let's initiate some legislation for better internet speeds. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Uh, ladies it may and not gentlemen, be you, it may be me. May, I don't ladies know. Ladies
0: and gentlemen, let's be clear. The Borkhart Law Firm and the Go Rouge Radio Show has financed Zoom. A package profile that allows me to live stream with insufficient and inadequate internet coverage. The Sprinkle Law Firm, who has contributed nothing to this process. Oh. Their role, oh, their role is to chastise the oh, Borkart Law Firm oh, from the library studio. Oh, Anyways, contributed we're nothing. We're kidding. Mm-hmm. So you've been listening to the sweet sounds of Frogs Borkart and oh. Richard Sprinkle. Hey dude, hey
1: dude, get a Zoom. Get a Zoom package, and we can do it. Use your Zoom. <laughs> See, I don't know. I honestly don't know, because I, I got a little thing that said my connection's getting hiccups, too, just now. So Not a problem. I don't know. So I don't so, know, man. Don't so, know. folks, Richard
0: is going to have to edit this episode,
1: if it even <laughs> makes it on the radio. Buddy, this one can't go on air. It's too much dead air. Sorry.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It's okay. We, we just wanted to have an episode. Uh, one, we were bored. Two, we hadn't had an episode last week, so we're going to have an episode today. You guys have a great week. Tune in next time. Uh, Richard Sprinkle, Franz Borchardt. God bless and be safe. The views and opinions expressed in Legally Unfiltered do not constitute legal advice. If you would like legal advice on the topics that we've discussed, send us money. That's right. Go ahead and retain us. Do not, kids, try this at home.